1: morning, everyone, and welcome. Happy Sunday. Sun is shining, even though it's been raining and we needed that rain, and now, oh, the beauty of the sunshine again. Thank you so much for choosing Portland Center for Spiritual Living as your source of spiritual nourishment this morning. So wherever you are in this global world Everyone is welcome here. And we're continuing our series on affirmative prayer, which is featuring the acknowledged New Thought Classic, Treat Yourself to Life by the renowned Raymond Charles Barker. He uh, was a unity minister who addressed capacity audiences at New York's Lincoln Center every single Sunday. And so the promise of this book is we can transform false beliefs held in our subconscious mind and producing undesirable conditions in key areas of our life through the use of affirmative prayer or spiritual mind treatment. And last week, Reverend Larry applied the power of affirmative prayer to happiness. We learned six features of our lives contributing to happiness and the areas that helped us to develop a mental equivalent of happiness and what we do want. We also learned key elements of an effective prayer beginning with clarity. What is it that we do want? So this week we're applying the power of affirmative prayer to love. Now, I couldn't help it when I read the title of The Secret of Love. I hearkened back to the number one solo hit in 1986 of Tina Turner What's Love Got? To do with it. I loved that song. I thought it was fabulous. I still love it. I think it's just one of those all time classics. And in the lyrics, it says, What's love got to do with it? A secondhand emotion, some old fashioned notion. Well, Barker does acknowledge that the word love is often viewed from this physical earth plane perspective when he states, when I use the word love in a spiritual sense, I am not speaking of sentimentality. When I use the word love, I'm dealing with the cohesive action, the cohesive action of the universe, this essential expression of whole living. Now, Ernest Holmes, the founder of religious science says, love is the active principle of unity. It's a universal quality of the one mind and shared alike by all. He also calls it the central flame of the universe so today we're not talking about love from a sentimentality perspective we're talking about love with a capital l the cohesive action of the universe the divine essence of the universe the very substance of life it's that place where we return to the reality the truth of who we are And so in the time that we share together, we'll explore a couple of questions in terms of what's love got to do with, and we'll also explore an experiential that strengthens our love muscle so that we can strengthen our attractor factor, our magnetic attractor factor. So one, we're going to look at what's love got to do with the nature of reality, and that's a capital our reality. We're going to look at what's love got to do with my attractor factor. And then we're also going to look at in what ways uh, can we let our love flow from our love muscle, meaning our heart. So let's get started. What's love got to do with the nature of reality? So in Science of Mind, we learned that the nature of reality or the nature of all existence is love, unity and harmony. It is that substance of all life. And in the one mind, there is no separation. There's only one. So what it means is that while we may appear to be distinct individuals in our physical body form, that distinction is only our individual capacity of awareness. At the basis of God's consciousness, we are all one. Individuality and personality are functions of the conscious mind only, says Raymond Charles Barker. So why is it so important for us to understand the nature of reality? That it's love, that it's unity, and that there is no separation. Well, I mentioned in the announcements that many people are feeling separation, feeling isolated as we walk through the pandemic, the changing guidelines of safety. Yes, we can come together. No, it's best if we don't. Yes, we need to wear masks. Yes, we need to social distance. All of these things change our normal routine of connecting. And so oftentimes that leads to a sense, a feeling of being separate, of being disconnected. But our author also lets us know that there is no such thing in spirit as loneliness. In spirit, we are all one, yes, it is an experience that we're having here on the physical plane, but loneliness is a mental state. It says that if we're experiencing loneliness, the good news is that it's not the truth of our being, we're all one, and it's a misbelief or a false belief and a false belief that's held in our subconscious mind and that can be changed through treatment. So we must realize that life is a partnership, a divine partnership. Each of us is an offspring of spirit. This is the true nature of reality, and that our life is deeply rooted in the one mind, I know I've heard from some individuals with the wind that we've experienced with the thunderstorms and the rain this weekend, that trees were uprooted and, and uh, they've had to clean up yard. Well, in spirit, our life is deeply rooted in the one mind and there is no chance of separation. And because the real self is one with God, of necessity, we are unified. With all others. There is no separation. Now, one of the things about love as true nature is that because love is our true nature, it is what automatically emanates in, through, and as our life to the extent that we allow it. And I don't know about you, but I love animal movies like anything with a a horse like Secretariat or Seabiscuit, but I found a new docu-series on Netflix called Dogs. And what I love about this is that um, film team travels all over the world and it shows a lot of individuals in a variety of different situations who In some cases it's a rescue mission where they're taking stray dogs or dogs that have been abandoned and they're rescuing them and they bring them into forever new homes. And when you watch how the dog responds to that tender care, to that love, that love essence. You see that it is the divine nature and even after really, really horrific experiences, the dog responds to love. And I don't happen to have a green thumb, but I know many people that have green thumbs and look at their plants, how their plants, respond to love, they thrive. It's like you put them in the sun and you give them a little bit of water, you talk to them and they thrive and they grow and they prosper. And so all of nature is an expression of the divine essence of love. And all around us, we see that nature responds to love, And that means we do too. That love is the essence of who we are and that we respond to love as a way of thriving, as a way of growing, as a way of expressing our full potential. And so it reminds us when we ask, what does love have to do with the nature of reality it reminds us, it reassures us that there is no separation, that it is the absolute truth of who we are and that at any moment, wherever we are, love is expressing in, through, and as each of us and all others that we're around. So love is the absolute expression of the true nature of reality. So because God is and I am of it, that's the principle of oneness, the principle of oneness, well then that means that love is expressing in through and as each of us. So what does love have to do with our attractor factor? Because love is like a magnet. Love is that power that draws good to us. And so our attractor factor is elevated to the extent that we embody the truth of the true essence of our nature of reality that God is love, I am love, and all others are love. And Reverend Larry described last week as the Hermetic principle as above, so below. So God is all there is, that means everything that emanates from this one source is also love. So God is love, I am of it, therefore I am love, and as it is true of me, it is true of each person. And one of my favorite closing songs that we sing here at the center that was written or composed by La Steele is, I am love, I am loving, and I am loved. You are love, you are loving, you are loved. We are love, we are loving, we are loved. So we are love, we are loving, we are loved. It's the truth of each of us. So let us remember that in the one mind, there's only unity. There is no such thing as discord or opposition or disagreement because God, the one mind, gives of itself to itself in the form of its creation and it can only know itself and it is love. So therefore, there is nothing in spirit that is unlike love. And so that harmony, that love, that unity is always available to us. So when we're in relationship with ourself and with others, the truth is that love is all there is. And so every relationship, be it with ourself or with others, is an opportunity to do God's work and what is God's work to express itself, to express love. And so cooperation and harmony on this physical plane begin as we get along with people first when we believe we are born of a common cause. And what is the common cause? The one mind, God. And what is God? God is love. Well, I'd like to share with you that in a recent class, the More on Emma class, one of the ways that we looked at this principle of God is love, I am love, you are love, we are love, is through a piece that was written by Emma Curtis Hopkins called Born of God. And the part that she was emphasizing was that we must remember to have what she calls noble thoughts, about ourselves and others. And so in using this concept of noble thoughts about ourselves and others, we put together an experiential that started out with the words of born of God. Born of God, born of God, born of God. My thoughts are born of God. My words are born of God. My actions are born of God. There's several other uh, stanzas that go in there. But the closing one is, I remember where I am born of God, I am all God. And so the way we use this in an experiential is to be able to extend it not only to our self, our authentic self in the form of self-love to increase our attractor factor, we also extended it to all of the participants. And so we put together an activity where each person wrote a statement about each person in the class, and the statement started with the person's name. and the first part of the statement was, I know you are born of God, and then they added something good that they saw in each person. And so what we did as we went through this, one person was the focal point, and each person went around and stated the person's name, I know you are born of God, and the statement of good and at the end of each person sharing what they wrote about that person, the person then said something born of God about themselves. They stated their name, I know you are born of God, and something good about themselves. Now, Kate Barrett, licensed practitioner emerita, put together all of the statements for each participant in the form of a prayer. And each of us received the full packet and I'll tell you more about why it's important that each of us received the full packet but I'm going to share with you the collective prayer that came through the participants for myself because I don't have permission to share anyone else's and so this is called the born of God for Reverend Marilyn Sprague says Marilyn I know you are born of God You bring morrific joy and wholeness to every place you are. Your joyful expressions of spirit flow through you, uplifting all in your presence. You share messages, both in class and on platform, with skill in finding everyday examples to demonstrate difficult topics, making them so much easier to understand and absorb. Your deep wisdom shines through. Marilyn buoyantly inspires all with her wisdom and clarity. And for myself, I put Marilyn, I know you are born of God. I appreciate your heart of a trailblazer and your courage to follow divine guidance. Now what's the power in acknowledging born of God for self and others. Again, if we go back to what's love got to do with the nature of reality, it means that what we see in someone else, what we see in ourself, we actually are it because there is no separation. So one of the ways for us to boost Our attractor factor is for us to begin to look for that divine essence, to see with the eyes of God, everyone that we're coming in contact with, starting with self. We start with self-love and allow that to flow to others. And so when we see the whole set of prayers, we may have seen gifts in others that we don't necessarily see in ourselves, but what we know about truth is that because we see it in another, there is some part of that that exists within us. And so when we go through life looking for that love essence, looking for the good, looking for the born of God, that God essence within each person, it elevates all of us. And for us personally, it increases what's called our attractor factor. The law works likewise when we're criticizing if we're walking around criticizing, what we see in others is really harming ourselves. It's really some part of us that we're disagreeing with, some part of us that we don't like. It has nothing to do with the other person. So because what Raymond Charles Barker is sharing with us that all of the discord, the disharmony is simply a negative mental state or a misbelief or a false belief that's held in our subconscious. The good news is that we can use spiritual mind treatment using our conscious mind to inform our subconscious mind of the truth. And that's why this prayer born of God It's called, I don't even have to think of the things that I don't like about myself that tend to go chatter, 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 like a ticker tape in my mind. When I focus on a prayer such as born of God, I'm using my conscious mind to inform my subconscious mind, this is the truth of me. And over time, I'm creating a new belief that is held in my subconscious mind, and whatever I believe is going to what's manifest in my life, and that's true for all of us. So we don't have to start digging through and saying, well, I wonder what false belief I'm holding in my subconscious. No, shift to the presence of God that you can see in yourself right here, right now. Remember that you were born of God. Claim it, name it claim it and allow yourself to focus on that and over time that false belief will dissipate it will no longer be active and you will start to see your life transform now because love is the truth of our being love does not come from the outside in it flows from that heart center, the real part of us. It comes from within and flows out. And so in order to increase our attractor factor, we need to strengthen our love muscle. So if you're open and willing, I invite you to participate in a experiential, it's called Letting My Love Flow. And so I invite you to settle into your chair, get very comfortable, allow yourself to become still. That means put the coffee cup down. It means if you're eating food, set it aside. It means quiet your mind, your emotions, and your body. And just breathe, breathe easily and allow your body to relax. So I invite you, if you're comfortable, close your eyes, take a deep breath and exhale. And as you relax, notice the rhythm of your breathing. Allowing your chest to rise and fall, natural rhythm. And I invite you to focus your attention on your heart. And again, relax into the feeling expansion in your chest area. Begin thinking of someone very, very dear to you, someone easy to love. Allow the sensation of pure love to be your focus. Notice what it feels like. Be aware that this is not a thinking or a visualization process. This is a sensing process. Notice what you are feeling. You may be feeling various sensations in your chest, warmth, tingling or other sensations, the point is to be in tune with feeling love and how love feels to you. Truly experience what loving feels like. And I invite you to begin adding additional people whom you care for and love like, or are fond of. Just add more people, because the more that we can include in the flow of our love, the greater is the love being expressed. And again, experience the sensations that love evokes. And so for just a moment, Let us go within to our heart center and feel that flow of love, that mighty attractor factor that is the truth of our being. And ever so gently, I invite you to bring your awareness and full attention to this now moment, allowing the sensation that loving energy to fill your heart, fill your mind, feel its vibration in your body. And let us take a deep breath in acknowledging that wisdom that has been revealed, that love resides within. It is always available to us in any place, any situation, at any time. It is the truth of who we are, and it flows from the inside out. And I'd like to share with you that although, because of limited time, you can also use this short meditation to build your love muscle by adding relationships in which you are experiencing discord. You start with people that are easy to love, people that you are in harmony with, you're just best of friends, you just love being together, you love the energy and the excitement of being together, and you allow that energy to start flowing, and then add someone that maybe there's some discord. Because remember, whenever we're feeling discord, lack of harmony, it's a call for love, because we're either expressing love, or we're expressing a call for love. And discord is a call for love. And with this activity, you can begin to build your love muscle to begin to bring in any situation where you're feeling discord and allow love to harmonize and to heal. So let's take a look at where we've been today. We've defined love. It's not sentimentality. That is true on the earth plane. But from a spiritual perspective, love is the cohesive action of the universe. It's the essential expression for whole living. It's the active principle of unity. And we've explored what love, with a capital L, has to do with the nature of reality and its expression of itself flowing in, through, and as all life. We've also explored what love has to do with strengthening our attractor factor. Remembering that we are all born of one source, that source is God, born of God, and to the extent we embrace this truth about ourselves, we are able to appreciate it in others. And we've experienced a short meditation practice that helps us strengthen our love muscle. So what's love got to do with it? Love is all there is. And so I would like to close with this spiritual mind treatment from Raymond Charles Barker, Treat Yourself to Life. The mood of the infinite mind of one love The action of intelligence takes place in loving ways. What God hath wrought has been by means of love. Knowing this, I realize that love of God uses me as a center of its distribution. I let my mind be a center of God's intelligence. I let my heart be a center of its love. Living the life of truth is a warm and joyous experience. I let God's ideas rule my mind, and I let God's love act through my heart. There is nothing within me to impede the love of spirit. I now release all personal opinions about others. I let go of all hurts and prejudices. I let the full action of divine love act through me and be the basis of all human relationships. I am unified with the good in every person and all else becomes as nothing. I keep my attention on the divine possibility within everyone, God's love is the center of all. I am so grateful for this truth. I let it be. We say blessed be, and so it is. Now, sometimes as we're walking our pathway, it isn't always easy to allow love to flow in all situations. So if you're having any challenges of any kind, be it health, be it wealth, be it career, be it creative self-expression or loving relationships, whatever it is, if there is a challenge in your life, please allow us to pray for you. Make our day, ask us to pray, go to the website at the very bottom of the page, click on the button that says prayer request, submit your prayer request, it goes immediately to the entire ecclesiastical prayer team and we do pray over those prayer requests for an entire week. So please allow us to pray for you so that you can relieve yourself of the thoughts that are inhibiting and projecting any kind of discord or disharmony in your life. But in the meantime, let's just close with our affirmative prayer. Something wonderful is flowing through me right now. It is this thing called love. It is this thing called life. I feel it. I think it. I know it. I am it. And I allow this expression to flow in, through, and as me as I walk this day in alignment with spirit, being love. And so it is.
0: We hope you enjoyed today's podcast.